to welcome everyone uh, this evening for our uh, resurrection scripture and songs as we uh, celebrate the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, through the reading of scripture, through singing together, and, and uh, so some songs we'll all sing together, offer up praise in that way, and some of the songs the choir uh, will sing as we worship alongside them, but not sing with them. Uh, but welcome this evening. We're glad that you're here uh, tonight. Uh, let me open our time with a, a call to worship from Psalm 103. Uh, David writes this in the 103rd Psalm. He says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us, according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust." As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for this evening and this opportunity to gather together. We offer this time to you in praise and in gratitude for your steadfast love promised and kept for us in Jesus Christ, our Savior, who died and who rose again for us, that we might have life and life abundant. Would you bless our time this evening with your presence as we offer these songs to you and as we read your word, uh, we offer all of this in praise to your great name. We ask all of this in the great name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Uh, For our first Two songs you have listed there will sing Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, number 53, and then follow that with hymn number 124, Praise the Lord, Our God, which will recognize the tune, but we won't uh, actually have instruments. We'll sing it a cappella. But if you're able, would you stand with us as we sing hymn 53, Praise to the Lord, the Almighty.
hymn 124, Praise the Lord Our God. Uh, the tune is Kumbaya, so you probably know the tune, but it's based on Psalm uh, 148, which calls on all of creation uh, to give praise to our great God. Praise the Lord our God, praise the Lord, praise Him from the heights, praise the Lord, praise Him angel throngs, praise the Lord, praise God, all His host, praise Him. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 23. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. And this is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Please stand and join us as we sing, Come Behold the Wondrous Mystery. And you can hear, uh, find the words in your bulletin. Behold the wondrous mystery. 
chapter 22, verses 14 through 23. And when the hour came, he reclined at table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise the cup, after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it has been determined... But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to question one another which of them it could be, but who was going to do this.
Matthew 27, 45 through 54. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, this man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly this was the Son of God.
Revelation 5, verses 11 through 13, the vision that John had uh, in heaven. Then I looked, and I heard around the throne, and the living creatures and the elders, uh, and the living creatures and the elders, the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever.
That song is based on the passage that we read in Revelation 5 and the, the surrounding passage there. Revelation 4 and 5 give us a vision. Uh, John the Apostle describes this vision that he had of heaven. The one who sits on the throne and the lamb who was slain. And these two chapters in Revelation, chapters 4 and 5, are full of the worship of the living God, the, the worthiness of God. Chapter 4, the, the father is sitting upon the throne and he's surrounded by these strange creatures that represent all of creation and he's surrounded by 24 elders who represent the church, the whole church from the Old and the New Testament together. Uh, and they are declaring that, that he is worthy of worship. When you get to chapter 5, John sees that the one who sits upon the throne holds in his hand a scroll and is written on all sides, around and behind, on the inside and on the outside, and it's sealed up firmly, securely with seven seals, which means it's an unbreakable seal on this scroll. And everyone now begins to cry out, who's worthy? Who's worthy to open the seals, to break the seals and open the scroll to carry out God's plan. And it's, it's a question that I think echoes deep within our hearts because we were created to worship. We were created to know that the living God alone, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that he alone is worthy of our unmitigated adoration, praise, and worship. And so it kind of raises the question that I think many in our world are asking. Is anything worth our awe? Is anything worth our wonder, our praise? Is there anything that ought to uh, provoke within us a response of worship? And we kind of live in a strange time. We want to explain everything. We want, we want to be able to kind of fit everything into our own ability to understand. And we, we kind of think that we've conquered much in that regard. We can send these massive telescopes up into space that can take pictures of faraway galaxies and stars that are amazing that no human eye has ever seen before. We have conquered all manner of things in our own day and age. And yet we were created to live in awe and praise of one who is far greater even than those stars, far greater than even the galaxies that the Webb telescope takes pictures of. One writer points out the tension that our culture lives in in general. We live in a world that's largely rejected God, no longer views him as ultimately valuable and worthy of worship. And so we've shifted our praise because we still need to worship something. We've shifted our praise and our worship to created things and shifted our hope uh, in the same direction. And yet we still know deep down that nothing in this creation, nothing in this world is worthy. Not, nothing in all, of created, in all of the created world can provide for us the hope that we were created to know. Nothing in the world is worthy of worship. And so the result is kind of a deep cynicism about the world. We feel like we can't trust anyone. Uh, we think that truth is really just a function of power, and it's not really telling us something real about the world. And so therefore, we feel like we must find truth, find ultimate value in ourselves. And none of us were created to carry that kind of weight, because none of us is worthy of carrying that kind of weight. And so our hearts still cry out with the same refrain that we heard in the vision that John received in the book of Revelation, who is worthy? Is there anyone worthy of our worship? And the answer that John receives is the same one that, that we all must receive still today. In recounting this vision, John says he wept because no one seemed to be worthy to break the seals and open the scroll. And then one of the elders says to him, stop weeping. Because the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, he is able because he has conquered and therefore he can open the scroll. He points John and he points us to Jesus. Jesus is worthy. 
Jesus is the only one who can fulfill that deep longing in our hearts to give worship, praise, to be in awe of something greater than ourselves, of someone greater than ourselves, because only Jesus has conquered. We may feel like we've conquered space and taking pictures of faraway galaxies and, and the ingenuity that it takes to make that happen is truly amazing. Uh, but there's one thing that we cannot conquer. We can't conquer our sin. We, we can't conquer the problems of the human heart. And the good news is that Jesus has, because Jesus is not only the lion of the tribe of Judah and the root of David, David's descendant, the promised one, the promised king. He's also the lamb who was slain uh, from before the foundation of the world, the plan for Jesus to come and to give himself in our place, to die for our sin, and then in wonderful glory to rise again from the dead, resurrected from the dead to declare that he is able to give us hope, to provide the forgiveness that we need for our sins for all who would trust in him. And so that we would have the answer to the question that's asked, who is worthy? Is anyone worthy? Is he worthy? And the answer, of course, is yes, that Jesus is worthy because he has conquered in our place, uh, our sin for us, dying in our place and rising again from the dead and securing for us an eternal hope that cannot be broken. Uh, and so may we look outside of ourselves May we look even beyond the world that God created with all of its blessings and all of the good things that we have here. May we look to the one who alone is worthy to receive honor and wealth and, and riches and power and glory and dominion. May we look to Jesus crucified and risen for us. Amen. Well, let's stand together if you're able and sing uh, with gusto as we say. Hymn 287, Morning Sun. should have the words printed on the back of your bulletin.
receive now the Lord's benediction. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good, that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You're dismissed. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Come back out.